Welcome everyone, back to Tales from the Blue Cottage. Um, we have taken a long break um, due to do some things, which now we can kind of discuss. Uh, we're, we're happy to be back here, and uh, we had to take a, a few months off because our, our good friend Billy, who portrays Artemis, uh, had to have a surgery done, um, and he had, he, we'd actually found out that he had cancer. We didn't want to say anything about it up until now. And but now he is. We are happy to say he is cancer free. He is back at the table. We are happy to all be back. Um, well, almost all of us, unfortunately. Uh, we have him back, and the rest of us are back, except for Lakin. Unfortunately, Lakin, who portrays Cecilia, uh, had to skip today's session. She tested COVID positive. We spoke to her yesterday on the phone. She's she's fine. Her, her symptoms are mild, thankfully. Um, but she is. She told us to move forward without her and, and go ahead and run the session. And she should be back next next week, hopefully. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening in, uh, and, and if this is your first time, then welcome. Um, in case you didn't know, we actually have another podcast as well that we recently launched with a bunch of brand new players, all like four newbies that have never played D&D in their lives up until, uh, up until this table. Um, we're very excited to have them. They're a lot of fun. Uh, this, uh, Tales from the Winter Wild, you can find that on, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere, essentially. Um... Just like the, just like this podcast. Um, also, if you enjoy the stream, if you're enjoying the content, and you would like to support us, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can check uh, out my wife's candle company, uh, MidnightStraightCandleCo.com. We, our candle company. Our candle company <laughs> um, that she primarily runs. <laughs> she does most of the work, um, but you can check that out, MidnightStraightCandleCo.com. We uh, we make all kinds of. Um, Candles that are kind of geared towards D and D adventures, are geared towards D and D settings, uh, dark forests, uh, gloomy swamps, uh, under taverns, things like that. You can you can check it out uh, on that website. If you want to follow us along, you can follow us on Instagram at Midnight Straight Candle Co. You can also follow us at at Blue Cottage D and D for some cool D and D content. Uh, another way you can support us as well is we actually have launched uh, recently launched a Kofi. So that is uh, Kofi.com slash uh, forward slash Blue Cottage D and D. If you guys are enjoying the stream, if you wanna if you wanna help us out because uh, streaming is, is actually kind of pricey, uh, hosting and getting the equipment where we'd like to uh, get some better equipment. Um, thankfully, we've finally been able to invest in some newer microphones and some newer soundboards. Uh, but we would like to invest in more. We want to bring you guys more and better content. So if you'd like to help us achieve that, um, we really appreciate every any contributions you can give. And it's at uh, kofi.com forward slash blue cottage dnd um, and. You know, if not, if you just want to enjoy the stream, just keep following along. We're going to be here one way or another. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, thank you guys again for listening in. And I guess we're going to get started with a quick recap because it's been literally two months. It's been too long. Too long. Too long. Um, so let me let me refresh everybody's memory. We did like a bit of a recap before we started recording. Um, essentially, what happened last time? You guys made your way to the Golden Hills. A lot of things happened within the Golden Tap, actually. There's quite a bit of character development and, and interesting uh, storytelling that happened. You found out that the mines, the local mines, uh, had been abandoned. Like, the people that were supposed to be working there would not work because they uncovered this door. Uh, the door with the sigil of Erebos, the god of death and the underworld, on it. Everyone was, all the miners were terrified and superstitious that this was a gateway to the underworld, essentially. So... They abandoned their posts and went on strike. However, the owner of the mine uh, was offering a 600 gold piece reward to anyone who could go clear it out, prove that this door is nothing more than just an old relic of the past. <laughs> you guys quickly jumped on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you also found, uh, you met with a dragonborn, a female dragonborn uh, that had, uh, had a, she was a bit shady, a little mysterious, and this very big glaive was covered in these dark leathers. Um, and you found that she uh, had a chest stolen from her, some uh, black chest with a bunch of arcane sigils on it, and she was uh, offering a reward. She didn't say what, but she said that anyone who could return it would be, uh, that if you guys had returned it, because I think you approached her, if I'm not mistaken, Casseros. Fulmeth. Uh, yeah, Fulmeth. Yeah. That would be her name. Um, you guys approached Fulmeth, and she offered you guys a reward if you were able to return it to her, but she said do not open it. What's mm-hmm. inside is dangerous. 
There was then an encounter with uh, someone from Adamant's past. Uh, oh, after Castro gave a beautiful performance, mind you, of this oh, melody. Yes. She, he, he was gorgeous. as he entered into the Golden Hills. <laughs> you were hearing this strange tune that just kept mm-hmm. being carried on the wind, and you just felt inspired to mm-hmm. recreate it. You don't know where the the music was coming from. Um, it's as though the muses were speaking to you in their own way. And as you played this in the tavern, there's this strange breeze and gentle wind, and you brought a lot of people to tears as you played this very solemn song. But um, it's another one to add to your repertoire. Um, and then Adonet had a run-in with an old member of her past, uh, one Colvin Hinterval, who was essentially like her adopted uncle, if you will, that kind of helped raise her. Um, there was a beautiful moment where Castrus and Cecilia hid in her room and when Colvin entered in, and we've learned a lot about that in its past, which was a lot of fun. And during that, Artemis had a visitor in the night as well, which if you listened to the last episode, you would know was interesting indeed. Not going to go into too much detail on the spool anything. Um, then you guys the next morning came, you made your way to the mines, you fought with a Zorn that gave you guys a pretty good run for your money. Uh, you <laughs> stumbled upon the passphrase into entering into the uh, to the gates, which was really funny because you guys spent like 30 minutes trying to figure out how to open that door and then you just stumbled across it. Uh, you made your way down into the crypts, uh, finding that it was an old Drishkin crypt where uh, many of the higher class Drishkins were put to rest. You fought with a, a ghost blade Edelon, which once again gave you guys a run for your money. I was trying to kill Adonip pretty, pretty uh, uh, aggressively. And but <clears throat> you subdued. <laughs> you managed to dispatch uh, dispatch this creature. Um, you explored the tunnels. You found quite a bit of jewelry, a lot of a lot of treasure. You found a potion, and after speaking with uh, an undead, which was quickly taken uh, over while you spoke, you, you cast that speak with dead scroll you've been hanging on to for a long time. Tried to ask this uh, undead questions, but its soul was ripped back into the underworld. And taking its place was that of its ward, some demon from the underworld that came and spoke to you and answered your questions instead. And you found that there's this potion that you had that is called uh, Elixir of Nyx or Ether of Nyx. And uh, essentially he said that it would restore a bit of expended uh, arcane energy. So it'll expend some spell slots. That's essentially what you got it from it. Is the, um, so that's separate from the Nyx shards, right? Correct, Correct. yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> then you guys uh, made your way into the temple. Uh, well, you found some undeads. You picked up some journals. You picked up an interesting jug um, that can do some cool things with what it can, like multiply water fluids that you put in it. You're not entirely sure how it works, um, but you'll figure that out later, I'm sure. Made your way into the temple for your main, uh, where you found the shard of Nyx that was sitting there, and uh, Cecilia and Adnan. Brave, mustering up the courage, walked up and touched the shard, to which opened a portal into the underworld, and you had to run in with some very large deity. She had these uh, four big golden horns, two protruding off of her head, the other two off of her shoulders. Her face was blindfolded, and she wore this long white dress, her caramel-colored skin, long white hair, and she stood probably 60, 70 feet tall. She was huge, very, very large, and chained in between these two pillars. She spoke to each of you, um, gave you a little insight into who you are, uh, kind of expanded upon some mysteries of each of you, and then said that essentially you have pulled a thread of fate and you are beginning to unravel something that is leading to her ascent. You don't know what that means. And she said, you'll see it to fruition if you can fend off her ward or her warden. And that's about the point where a, a very large demon appeared and began ripping open the portal and pulling himself out into this temple with you as he spoke to each of you. And at that point, we're going to roll initiative. No, I don't so, want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I'll, I forgot to send you Cecilia's information, so I'll, I'll run her for this. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, if everyone will, this is the map. Map's already set up. Let's go ahead and roll initiative, everybody. Oh, I don't want to do it. All right, 25 to 20. I want you to roll for Cecilia real quick. 
Oof, that's tough. First roll of the day for Cecilia, natural one. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, Lakin. Sorry. <laughs> She's not here. Alright, so. Uh, 25 20? Anybody? 20 to 15. Yes, 17. 17. 15 to 10. Oh dear. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> oh dear. Is Big Bag before Casseros? No, he's not. He is right after Casseros. Okay. Uh, ten to five. I got eight. eight. Hey! <laughs> so Let's I believe go. I believe you've got the higher dexterity problem. Fourteen. Yeah. 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 Alright. Oh dear. Well That's tough guys. To a great start. That's tough guys. That's painful. Well, you know. Alright, so it's going to be Castros, then the Eater of Hope, then Adonath, then Artemis, and then Cecilia. Alright. Alright. Top of the round, Castros, what you got? So, about this creature, so we notice it's like physical, it doesn't look like. Uh, as you see, would, like, fly through it this creature, as it steps out, I guess I should uh, set the scene a little bit, so it's been a minute. As it kind of pulls itself out of the rift, you notice as uh, the rift begins to open wider and wider, and as the rift opens wider, there's this bit of air and gravity that kind of pulls towards it. You watch as the statue behind this creature begins to crumble. The pillars in this room begin to crumble as well, shards of rocks beginning to fall. There's a lot of cracking and creaking from the cavern itself as the ceiling begins to crumble within... Uh, above you as the, all the columns that are holding it up begin to crack and shatter um, as this creature pushes its way out of the portal. And I'll point those out to you. Those pillars are these here. Okay. Um, you also uh, would see the creature itself is made up of that same kind of silhouette, uh, like starry night silhouette, much like the form that um, Adonis took a few moments ago. Um, however, it's got an, uh, huge golden horns, and it has these strange golden tattoos, much like a Drishkin, but opposite. So the tattoos are gold, and they're spiraling around its body in different designs. Okay, um, and then... It does look physical, though. Yeah, and then would I know who had the potion that gives you another spell slot? Um, I believe... That... We, well... I don't think you guys ever did. We divvy never divvy anything uh, up. I think the person that found it, though, crap, should have. I actually think it's. I think him. it's Artemis. Okay. I think yeah, Artemis has it. Because he does the most investigating, uh-huh. yeah. so I would assume that. Yeah, he's I the believe one I believe Artemis up. has. Oh yeah, because you guys handed it to you, and your hand turned yeah. into the story form, and then I believe you gave it back to Artemis after that. Yeah. So. So I think you need. Yeah, to I believe you have it. We're gonna say, case. for the sake of brevity, Artemis has the vial, the, okay. the potion. Well. First thing I want to do then is scream at Artemis. <laughs> Artemis, throw me the potion. <laughs> I'm tapped. I need it. <laughs> yeah, shh, don't drop it. All right. I will say with your reaction, since you're doing this as your action, yeah. if you, you want to use your reaction, you can throw him the potion if you'd like. But it'll take your reaction. Which one is me? Uh, not the one that's still, <laughs> okay. Oh wait a minute! No, you, you can't. You guys got a pillar in between oh, you okay. right now. So, <laughs> so we all have. Okay, can I use my movement? So what you could do is you could hold. You could yeah. You could run yeah, to, to move yeah. first. Yeah. and then yeah. Out. So I don't have to be right next. I just I can be next. To you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Though. So all your movement. Yeah, uh, that would have been uh, five, ten, about twenty-five. You got five feet left, so you could take it and then back off a little bit. Back. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, so with your reaction, you as he's running towards you, you pull the potion out and you hand it over to him. And he takes this elixir and runs back the other direction. Um, I want to take it. <laughs> all right, so with the, that's with your action, you're going to go ahead and take the potion. All right, so I need you to roll a d4 for me. Oh. It's been a while. Four. Four. Yes. Hey. Four? Yeah. You get four spell slots. Worth oh, of, four levels worth of spell slots. Go. Back. So you can divvy that up in however I'm way sorry. you want to. <laughs> Glad you didn't drop it. Yeah. Wait, so I can like use this on second level? Or... You, so essentially what it works is you have four levels worth. So you can spend two of those points for a second level and then two for two first levels. Or you can have two second level spells or you can get four first level spells. Okay. 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 So yeah, so you, can, you can divvy yeah. it up however okay. you want to there. So I'll do one second level, and then two first levels. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, that's a good roll, man. Yeah, sure. That's a really good roll. <laughs> Way to start. Way to start. <laughs> so, okay. Really good roll. So, um, and then is that everything? That's your movement. That's your action. I'll probably say too. It, it would have taken you bonus action to take that. Yeah. So yeah, that's everything. You got, okay. Unfortunately. Then. Um, I gotta write something down real quick. Uh oh. Yep. What's your right? I don't know, you just took the potion. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Good. So, as you take this potion, Castros, you uh, guzzle it down as quickly as you can. You guys watch as he does this. You feel this surge of energy form around you. Um, suddenly, your uh, entire skin takes that starry silhouette form. Everything about you becomes that starry silhouette <laughs> for a moment. And you... Uh, actually, it stays. It lingers. Now that I think about it, it lingers. You just take on this starry silhouette form as this, and you just feel this power, this surge of energy flowing through you. So, that ends your turn. With that, uh, it is the Eater of Hope's turn. Eater of Hope. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, he's going oh, to be fun. Oh, um, let me see. Actually, the only. He's going he's gonna to have a bit of trouble because you actually got behind that pillar. You're kind of off the side. So, yeah, it's going to be Cecilia and Adonis. I need both of you to make uh, charisma saving throws. As you watch as he just opens his maw. And when he does, you just see it is like molten magma inside of his mouth. As he opens it up, he just unleashes this strange breath of starry light all over you. Okay, that's better, Cecilia. (laughs) Uh, that's gonna be. What's yours? Eight. Eight total. Okay, that's a failure. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um. Cecilia, I think she succeeds. Yeah, she's got a plus. Yeah, plus two charisma, so she succeeds with a fifteen. So. Um, Adonis is having a tough time in this right. dungeon. She she is. She's having a little rough go of it. Um, so, oh, Adam jumped out. So, Adonith, you are going to take um, 17 points in the product damage. As he exhales this large breath, you guys watch as there's this cone, this huge, like, 30-foot cone of this strange starry. It looks almost like a galaxy in the sky, just kind of spreading out over the the rim here. Um, You notice... uh, I need to mark that on Cecilia's HP. She takes half damage, so... As it hits you, you feel your will to fight beginning to drain a little bit. It, it's almost like it, uh, it takes something from you. It takes a, it, it, it exhausts you in some way. It is this, You're not sure exactly what's going on, but you feel like there's this kind of dangerous energy washing over you. With that, the creature reaches behind his back, and he watches. He pulls and unravels this long whip and just, just cracks it. This huge, like, 30-foot whip gives it a huge crack. And then he looks down and grins... You will be my ward now. Uh, next up, Adonet, you're up. Great, great, great. It's all good. Um, right. I guess I'll yell out. Are we fighting this thing? You see any other options? We have another option. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So bonus action. Yeah, bonus action. I'm going to get into my starry form. Okay. Um, and I will go. I will go archer. Okay. So you take on the form of the archer. Yes, and then um, regular action. I'll just send a guiding bolt. It's all right. Uh, it is right next to you. It's gonna be oh, is it? Yes, literally right next to you. You guys, it, it ripped open that portal right in front of you. Okay. Um, this probably isn't gonna do anything, but it'll. Hmm. 
Actually, I'm going to disengage. I'm going to use my action to disengage. One of those pillars, can I move to try and get some cover? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. So you're going to disengage and kind of run around this pillar here? Yeah. All right, so as the creature cracks this whip, you kind of uh, quickly pivot out of the way and do a quick shift using your starry form as kind of a, a, a bit of disguise and run around um, behind this pillar. Yeah. Easy that's, enough. That's better for me. Get out of immediate danger. Okay. So that's my turn. All right, next up is Artemis. What you got? He has a whip, so it's a weapon. Oh, yeah. Very long whip. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> All right, well then, uh, that's 60 feet, so is that doorway open or not open? It's it is close. open. Okay. Yeah, it is open. You actually open so, both these doors when you enter back in. Um... All right, I'm going to back up one square past the doorway. I'll still have where I can line okay. slide up. Yeah, so you like shift back into that, that old dank bedroom, and you notice there's this creature is shifting about. I mean, he stands probably 20 feet tall. Uh, the ceiling of this room is only about 30 feet tall, and every time he moves, there's this shaking, and uh, you see his debris begins to fall from the ceiling around you. Okay, then I'm going to uh, cast Frostbite on the creature. Frostbite? That's a con save. Okay. And I gotta cast it. Uh, wait a minute, that's. Uh, that's cantrip, I believe. Yep, yep, yeah. so yeah, I'm not just looking yeah. Um, Con save, that's a 15. Succeed? Yep. Alright, so. I wasted. Yeah, so as you cast Frostbite, you, you kind of launch this uh, cold energy towards him as this cone of cold fires in his direction. You notice as he turns towards it and grins and just extends a hand and just that cold energy, he just kind of swipes it out of the air. Um, so I got bonus action if you yeah, need. Oh yeah, you got nothing. Right. I don't have any freaking. If you got, uh, you can take potions with a bonus action yeah, as well. I'm with mage armor, but it's not. Yeah, it's an action. Yeah. All right. So that Cecilia is. Uh, oh yeah. After taking that hit, she's definitely going to disengage. She's going to follow in at Adam's footsteps. She's going to run around behind this pillar, kind of get her back up against it and draw. Um, she's recast and she draws her bow and gets ready for a fight. Um, I believe. Let me see what spell she has prepped. Um, oh no! Here's what she's gonna do. She's gonna Slayer's Prey because as a bonus action. Um, and Lakin, I would note too that you can see this creature in its full form in front of you. Can't see much else, but you can see it. Um, and actually, as well, I would note uh, if you're listening to this, which I know you will. You can also, everything within 10 feet of this creature, you can see. As if it was that starry silhouette, kind of the same vision that you've been seeing. All right, Did she see me when I drink the potion? Yes, she can see what you as well. What color was I asking for <laughs> Cecilia? That's, that's a good question, actually, because she would definitely ask that. Yes. Uh, so, Cecilia, as you look at Castor's as he takes this potion, um, this, I'm trying to think of what this would be, this would be a... Uh, he would actually take on a bit of violet and gold energy. Like, it would be like swirls of violet and gold around him. Um, and now I need to find my... There they are. Hunter's Mark. All right, so I'm going to go put this. And top of the round, Casteros, you're up. Okay. Um, I am going to cast, because I have spell slots now, <laughs> Dissonant Whispers on that hoe. All right, that's a Dissonant wisdom save, whispers. right? Yes. Oh, that's a natural seven. That's yeah, a fail. Let's go! <laughs> that's what we needed. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm stressing. A little. Just a little. Ooh! Twelve. Twelve points. points. Yes. <laughs> Alright. I saw a six over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you speak in this infernal tongue, this arcane energy washing out from you, you watch as the, the words that you speak the sound it makes takes this swirl of galaxy, like galaxial energy that kind of forms and rolls in this direction. Kind of swirling about his head, the creature begins to stumble back. He is, has to take his reaction to run. 
and he stumbles back, and as he kind of stumbles back into this wall, and he slams against the wall, this pillar begins to collapse and break apart as he hits it. Um, he's going to have to make a deck saving throw as a bunch of rubble begins to fall down. He fails. Do we notice anything weird going on in the portal? Is it so open? Yeah. It is uh, currently... <laughs> you guys would notice as you watch the rift that he just stepped out of, it is beginning to collapse in on itself. You see that shard is beginning to crack. It's lots of uh, vibrant cracks of energy kind of forming in it, and as it cracks, the portal shrinks. Um, as it does with every bit that it shrinks, which is funny, there's going to be a countdown in a second, it pulls. There's this pulse of energy that kind of pulls everything towards it. It's as if it's imploding on itself. As this creature slams back into the walls, he watches a lot of debris and rubble fall on top of him. He does take a bit of bludgeoning damage as all these rocks fall on his head. Um, anything else? Out of here? Do we need to get out of here? Maybe. <laughs> um, as a bonus action... I'm going to inspire Adnan. Okay. <laughs> the rules are not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you to die on this tall one. <laughs> not now. Not now. We've made it this right. far together. <laughs> All right. So as you, as end your turn. Okay. As you do this, this creature falls back. All this rubble kind of hits him on the head. <sighs> Which one of you is responsible? And he begins to step forward. He kind of steps back to where he was. He takes that whip. <sighs> And he just whips it towards you. Actually, first I gotta re-roll to see if he gets his breath attack back. He does not. So, he takes that whip, and he is going to whip it in your direction. Whip it good. Whip it real good <laughs> in your direction. Um, let's see. It's gonna be... Uh, I think that's gonna hit. That's a 13 plus. Yeah. Yeah. My armor class is 13. Yeah, so that's, that's a 13 plus. That's gonna hit... You are going to take... Yeah, we're all so squishy. Mm-hmm. Let me see for all of us except for her, I think. Uh, you're going to take... Ten points of slashing damage. And an additional three points of necrotic damage. As this whip wraps around you, and it just grabs you around the waist. And he kind of grabs it with both hands and begins to pull you in his direction. He's going to use his bonus action to pull you ten feet towards him. You're grappled at the moment. As a reaction, can I use Hellish Rebuke? You may indeed. <laughs> okay. Do it! Do it! Kick his ass! Like my tongue out and I'm trying to grapple and I can't point. Burr, <laughs> 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 let me go! <laughs> uh, that's a natural 15, so I think he's going to succeed with, yeah, it's 18 yep. total. Uh, however, he still takes half damage. Thirteen divided by two. Thirteen. Because <laughs> it's half, right? Uh, yeah. So seven points. Mm-hmm. All right. So as he grabs you with this whip and pulls you closer, you you kind of summon that energy from within, and your eyes glow, and that fire just wreathes up around him, and he just kind of <sighs> he's looking. He's really he's a little frustrated with you at the moment. Oh, no. You seem to be the target of his fight right oh, now. No. Oh, no. Adam, you're up. Oh. Alright, so for my action, I'm now going to try that guiding bolt since I'm far, far enough away. Alright, make an attack roll. Natural 20, let's oh, go! Oh no, why is it that you keep rolling that 20? Yes, yes. freaking guiding bolt! Yes. So I need it! I need it! Optic and Oh. Okay, so that's what this wasn't for him. How many? 46? It's probably two because I only have one d6 for this particular character, so that's that's always great. Oh, you get to draw a crit hit. Oh hit. yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't forget that's the crit hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a spell attack. Should be the bottom one. The target is dazzled, so stunned. stunned. He's stunned for a round. Do I get freed? Uh, no, you're still grappled. Dang it! But. <laughs> As this guiding bolt launches, its arcane astral energy launches yeah. from her form and slams it in the side of the head. You watch as it kind of stumbles a bit. It kind of slurs. It, it looks as if it's a little bit dazed at the moment. So it is stunned for a round. Could have been better. It was really, really low. 
Also zum Zitterhören. So 20 points of damage. Ooh. Still. That hurts. Plus he's stunned. And the next attack has advantage. Yep. It doesn't do it. He's lit up. He's lit up like a beacon. And I you still and have your archer. Bon- yep. Bonus action. So you have advantage on the attack. 12. 12 plus it's still a spell attack, right? Yes. Uh, 16. Well, I don't know. The archer's different, I believe. I don't know how it works exactly. If it's your spell attack or if it's a... Range spell attack. So, yeah, 16. 16 misses. <gasps> so, oh as you God. take a shot... Um, inspiration or wait? So you already know the outcome. Yeah, so as you fire, the, as your archer fires the arrow, the creature while it's stunned, the arrow kind of uh, hits it and just shakes off of its shoulders and shoots off into the ceiling. 16 misses? Yeah, 16 misses. Oh my gosh. Uh, that ends your turn, Adam? You still gonna stay where you're at, or are you gonna move? No, I'm gonna. Save me! Uh, <laughs> you're up. Okay, if I wanted to go and position myself, is there any way I can do this where a 15 foot cone just gets him? Oh, yeah, pretty easily. As you get right here, you can just aim it in this direction to get him. Okay, alright. Then, uh, you know, still be in range if I bonus action shove him into the pillar behind him, right? Uh, you cannot shove a creature that's too. Two sizes larger than you. All right, so I can't do that. Then I will go ahead and. Uh, it's been a while. It's been yes, a little yes, while. Yes. I just want to use a bonus action to have yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to. Uh, it's tough not having any bonus actions. Put my hands out and cast uh, Burning Hands. Burning All right, hands. next day. Right, actually, I need to see something about these stuns. Let's see. Let's see what it does in terms of. It's been a while since the creature's been stunned. It's been almost like a sunny strike. Uh, automatically mm. sell, uh, fails. Dex 37 throws. Yeah, so. Yeah. It fails. Roll damage. Seven. Seven points. Seven something. Yeah. So you unleash this uh, cone of fiery energy on this creature as it kind of consumes it for the moment. And then I will. Whatever movement I have left, I will back up where I came from. Okay. Uh, you can get about there. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Uh, Cecilia's turn. She's going to turn around and take a shot. Shoot your shot, girl. That's going to be a natural 20. Really? Give me a crit. Oh, oh wow. wow. Let's go. because <laughs> uh, we both touched the shot. <laughs> yeah, right. Target is fatigued. It suffers a point of exhaustion from all these. Just everything being striking it so quickly and fast. Uh, it's gonna be and garbage rolls on the damage dice, but still. Yeah, same. So as she comes around from around the pillar, she takes a shot at this creature. Uh, oh wait, no, I got to double those. Do that again. Ooh. Yeah, he's uh. He's feeling it. He's feeling it bad. As she turns around and takes a shot at him, and it kind of the arrow pierces him right in the gut. As it does, it kind of pierces straight through his form. After being hit with that fire and all of these magical spells, he's starting to wane a little bit. Uh, top of the round, Casseros. Okay, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers once again on this hoe. <laughs> I'm once again casting Dissonant Whispers. Wisdom saving throw. Let's, roll, let's try you out and see what you got. That's better. That's better. That's better. No. That's a 17. Yeah, yes. it succeeds. So, still half damage. That's yeah. trash. That's trash, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Four damage. Four points? Yeah. Alright. Dang it, guys. As you cast Dissent Whispers and he's starting to shake out of the stun as he kind of like sits there and he... Oh, how's he looking? He's, he's, he's stumbling. You see this ichor just kind of pours out of him. This almost, it looks like liquid stars. It's just pouring out of his form. However, it is. You, uh, you're still grappled. That's yeah. your action, so you can't try to uh, escape, unfortunately. Okay. Um, however, it is his turn and he is stunned. So he shakes out of the stun and kind of comes back to... Do you have a uh, balls action? You do have a balls action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't. Should I name it? 
Do you remember he has an AoE effect with that breath? If she gets caught in it. Can I use my bonus action to make Mavis run away? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Tell Mavis to me, soar. Me being a kind DM reminds me that <laughs> you, would, you would know, okay. Cassius would know that like if this creature uses that breath again and she yeah. gets caught in it, she is going to get hit. Okay. So, um, we're we're she might have gotten put up. Yeah, she sure. may be at the bottom. I'll find her. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. We know she she yeah. flies out. She, she takes up. off and gets it gets out of out of harm's reach. Um, I don't know if you're up. All right, I'm going to um, use a produce flame. Uh, is it within thirty feet? Uh, it is within thirty feet. Yeah. Okay. So I will try that and send a do. That's gonna miss. That's gonna way miss. Um, try the archer. Bonus action. No, I think that's another 16. It's a 15. That misses, unfortunately. So you hurl this little ball of flame, and the creature just turns around and swipes it out of her. Yeah, she has to do it before she okay. knows. I mean, you can use it because you already know what is, is, is AC It's tire. fine. It's up to you. <laughs> what about the archer? That was the archer. Oh, that was the archer? Yeah, the first one was like a way miss. A way miss? It was a four. Gotcha. So. Yeah, uh, you throw the flame. The archer takes a shot. The Damn creature it. just kind of um, knocks, swipes both of them out of the air, and looks towards you. You are next. Oh no! Uh, Artemis, you're up. <laughs> oh, nothing. I'm, oh, my my attack monitor is okay. Enough. Okay, so then I will be. Uh, I can still do the same thing as last time. Do from fifteen feet and not catch somebody in the cone. Yep. Alright, then I'll get where I can blast him with burning hands. Alright, so you get close enough and to get I'm him with burning hands. Second level. Second level. I've got something that makes him make a deck save, but That's I might just do a that a second. 15 deck save. <sighs> yes. So, so half the damage. Okay. Well, that was... I know, he's rolling really well. Well, it's because he has advantage on second throws against magical effects. Of course he does. Of <laughs> course he does. Have so uh, five. And I can't bonus. So as you run forward, now that he's finally shaken off that stupor, that that stuns, you run forward and you cast his burning hands again. And this time, he just kind of puts a hand in front of it and just takes most of it uh, in the brunt with his very large hand. And what is the condition on who's that? Castros in front? Uh, he's grappled. grappled. He, that whip, that, that strange ethereal <laughs> whip's kind of wrapped around him. So if I'm not mistaken, I could shove him. Uh, you, you can't shove him out of being grappled. Okay. It would move him, but he would still be grappled. Yeah. His movement's just okay. zero. Okay. So, yeah. And my turn. All right. Just, did you I mean, I want to back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> Cecilia is gonna turn around, she's gonna take another shot. Natural 19. She is popping fire. off. She popping fire. off. Fire! She was ready for this battle. <laughs> Unlike me. So she turns around and takes another another shot at this creature. You guys watch as another arrow just kind of just flies out from behind, sinking this time into the creature's thighs. It does a lot of ichor begins to pour on, he kinda of goes down to one knee. He's just looking rough right now. Cash first, you're up. Shoot. I am once again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think this time I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Vicious Mockery? And I'm going to say... Yo mama's so fat, it took me two buses and a train to get to her good side. Vicious <laughs> oh, mockery. Yo mama jokes are back in the new year. <laughs> back in state of life. So you say this, and <laughs> fortunately the creature rolls 17. Dang it! No, no! No! So as you say this, the right. creature the creature kind of grabs the whip, pulls you closer. Right. Joke's on you. I don't have a mother. Frick! Frick! <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> and, 
Um, okay. So you've still got a bonus action. Uh, you cannot move, unfortunately. Well, I guess. Um, as a bonus action, can I just like, send out a little, little prayer to someone somewhere? What do you want to say? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to... I'm thinking about the song that I played when I came here, and I want to know if there's anyone out there, anything, this communication that's been going on with Kathros, to see if, like... That would be something that might be useful here. What do you Play s- that. Okay, what do you speak into the ether then? What do you say? What do you call out for? Assistance? <laughs> Guidance, as one would say. Roll a d100. Okay. This one? Mm-hmm. So d10, d10 and, and yeah. D10. Mm-hmm. 92. 92? Wow. Alright. So as you shout this out... Suddenly, there is this, in this form, everything begins to go hazy for you for a minute. You get dizzy, almost like you get vertigo. You hear a song being played, something you have not heard before, just very faint in the distance. Um, It is the song that was played when you first encountered Orpheus. It's being kind of played and carrying on around you. You see this vision. You find yourself in this tomb, in this temple, kind of staggering about, playing this lyre. You look down and you have this beautiful lyre in your hand. You look around and there's this immaculate temple surrounding you. You see gold, you see gems, you see pillars of stone holding up these high ceilings, and you see a pit. And from beneath, at the very... You, you try to step forward and take a look at what this is, but you're you're stopped. And you look down and you realize that your hands, your arms, your legs are skeletal, but still strong. And then suddenly you're kind of kicked back into your form. Okay. No assistance, but you had a strange vision, you heard a strange song, and that that was different for you. What does it mean? Okay. I guess this is my turn. It's my bonus action. Alright. Because <laughs> now that he Pope's turn, let's see if he gets his breath weapon back. He does not. Again, come on, D6. Don't stop failing me. <laughs> However, he is going to use his uh, bonus action. He's going to pull you closer with that whip. So he's right on top of you. He's going to kind of... Yeah. I'm a daddy. He's going to pivot this way between <laughs> you and Artemis to get to where he can kind of reach both of you there. He's going to take two attacks against you, Casseros, being that you have been a pain in his side. As he gets, has you close, he takes those claws and he just re- reaches out and strikes at you twice. Uh, first attack is a natural one. That misses. Second attack is a natural 17. I believe that's going to hit, though. Uh, so that's going to be... I'm not far behind. I'm actually less... <laughs> You're going to take um, nine points of slashing damage and an additional eight points of necrotic damage. I'm down. <laughs> You're down? Yeah. All right. So as he pulls you in close, he takes the first swipe. You duck out of the way. Uh, however, as the claws come back for a second time, they kind of carve you across the chest and face, and the impact just knocks you unconscious. You guys watch as Casseros goes down. Casseros, no! <laughs> as you go down, the creature kind of releases the whip's hold on you and turns towards you, Artemis, and then begins to take a step in your direction. It's going to his turn. Adamith, you're up. Alright, um... Move it... Okay, yeah. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere um, in this general direction... Okay, where you place? Uh, where's the little fire ring at? I, I don't know. We everything got, everything got moved around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, thank you. A little yeah. ball of fire. Where you put? Let me make sure. Uh, five foot. Uh, is it gonna? Like, go through here. Yeah, you can go through there. Okay, and ram it into him, and he has to make a dexterity saving throw. He's probably going to succeed, but that's all right. Uh, natural fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Half damage. Better than no damage. So, half of nine. Half of nine. Alright. Okay. 
as this sphere of fire just flies across and slams into this back leg, that one that uh, Cecilia wounded a moment ago. He drops to one knee. You see as that acre begins to fall. He kind of leashes back and puts his hand, all that sphere, trying to push it away. He's he's starting to stagger. All right. So got a bonus action? Or, no, or that's bonus, movement. That's yeah. action and bonus action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Artemis, you're up. Unless you'd like to move. Yeah, I was looking. I want to move to just stay within 60 feet of him. Okay. So as long as... Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Unless I was still 60 Yeah, you were still... Yeah, okay. this is not a very big room. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, just stay right there. All right. Just stay right there. cover, you know. Um, he watches Casper's get wrecked and just goes down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was going to ask him, but I was trying to assist. Um, <laughs> the, uh, being up against him, is that, does that affect Magic Missile? Uh, no, magic missile just always hits. 3D4, correct. Mm-hmm. Five, six points. Six points total? Yes. Oh, wait a minute, i got to add uh, one for each die, right? Yeah. So that's yes. three more. So nine? Nine. nine. That changes things. Artemis, how do you want to do this? Oh, let's go! Uh, <laughs> Artemis, missile take, the take the dagger. Take and this has come flying out, circling around, and one comes from Castro's side, one comes from my side, and one comes right where he was getting hit by the fire behind him, and all of them connect at once. All right, so they kind of swirl around as you unleash them. They begin to cycle around the creature, kind of looking, watching them, trying to keep an eye on them, and then all of a sudden they spiral together in one big form and slam right into his chest. The impact tears him open, rending him. You watch as he ex- kind of uh, chest explodes, there is this large batch of this strange ethereal ichor, this astral ichor that just pours out. But as it hits you, it fades. It's almost like it doesn't stay. And you watch as his form stumbles back, um, collapsing into the stonework behind him. Taking like a... As he kind of begins to fall, he grabs pieces of that temple, or that uh, temple statue, and just grabs onto it, trying to hold himself steady. And he just rips a big chunk of that statue down with him. Bits and pieces of rubble beginning to fall and collapse. And, yeah, because that extra three points of damage did it, he had eight hit points left. Oh so gosh. that made the difference. Um, Can I use this with healing? Mm-hmm. So, uh, however, we're not out of initiative order just yet. Mm-hmm. As Cecilia mm-hmm. is going to rush over to Casseros. Let's see how many spell slots she's got left. Pass protection for good and evil. She's got one Oh, did somebody have that? I think I. Yeah. It would have faded. You guys took a short rest. That's right. Yeah, it would have faded by now. I thought she cast that on somebody. However, she is going to run forward and she's going to like slide underneath and cast cure wounds on you at level one. And that's going to burn her last spell slot. Oh, max. Ooh. So, uh, 8 plus her wisdom, which is... So you're going to heal 12 points. Wow. Wow. Okay. Very nice. How do I do this? As you... Yeah, just hit stabilize. Or, uh... Yeah, hold it. Yeah, hold there it, and then you can uh, add hit points. And it'll take the 1. So and then you just put yourself at 12. 12. But hold that thought. Um, as she slides in and casts this, you kind of come to life. Um, that... Energy still circling over you, still take that astral form. Uh, at the top of this round, that portal finally, it implodes. There's this burst of gravity. The pillars in the room begin to crack and crumble. I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws as the ceiling begins oh to God. collapse around you. I know it was going to be like round base, turn base for us to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. So I'm up. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, what you got? It's a failure. 18. 18 succeeds. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 succeeds. Cecilia succeeds. Ready? I rolled a natural oh. one. No! <laughs> I did it. No! Yeah, I'm not 
So as this um, rift implodes on itself and all of the the stone and structure around you begins to fall and collapse around, yeah. So if I succeed, can I use like performance of creation to make something if people are struggling to get out? If I notice that as like a reaction or something. I'll tell you what. Make a uh, make a. Oh, that's a good one. As you see this happening, make a dexterity check to see if you could quickly cast the gestures uh-huh. to, to to use your, your performance of creation. 16 plus dexterity? Yeah. 19. I'll say yes. What do you, what do you want to do? <laughs> so I want to make like a strong structure over like the exit, basically like long-wise with like pillars. To like make the rebel go on the sides. So like what's the, what's the size that you could do? The size, good question. I think it's, uh, or it just has to be worth a certain amount of gold. Yeah, right? sixty would, gold pieces. I would say with sixty, you could probably cover either. You could cover you and Cecilia, or you could cover one of your other comrades. I think he was wanting to do the doorway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to cover the doorway? Yeah, you so want to right. take your way out? Yeah, like yeah. a longer mm-hmm. way out. Yeah. Uh, this is. Damn, you guys always. <laughs> it's gonna change. It'll cost my last so, spell slot. But. As you extend your hands forward, and you kind of you reach forward, and you quickly do a quick strum of your. Or actually, I guess you would have to grab your flute out because you have to play, right? So you quickly pull out your flute, you play a quick tune, and you watch as these large iron, like uh, these large or wooden pillars, just kind of stick up and hold, like pin themselves up against the um, up essentially like one large wooden structure that just holds up the doorway um, as the ceiling begins to collapse around you. Uh, you are going to take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Everybody else is going to take 9 points of bludgeoning damage as they are reduced to half. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I have my relentless endurance. No, you used it on the oh, Edelon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we take 9, you said? Yeah, you okay. take 9 each. Oh my gosh. I could have gone down again. <laughs> could I have... I mean done something similar to what he did and put a uh, with my conjuration to do some type of it's 10 feet no I'm not within 10 feet of no, it no so you're not within 10 feet yeah you can't get there so yeah the ceiling comes down where is the ceiling coming down all just over essentially the all over the room there's a lot of rubble that just begins to fall as the pillars crack and lose stability oh, two of the pillars kind of fall and begin to fall down on top of each of you there is a sudden um blast of dust and debris as this entire room begins to collapse filling with this cloud of stone as that shard shatters, the rift closes and that's where we're going to take a quick break <laughs> I was going to say we wanted to call Mavis <laughs> Maybe Maybe she wasn't she's gone, she's out of the room she's gone out of the room I didn't want to forget about me. you did send her, that was, yeah. that was smart to send yeah. her out of the room actually yeah. So, no. we'll take a quick break. Oh my god, just again! I hate this place! <laughs> this place sucks! <laughs> it's trash! So, we'll take a quick break, we'll refresh our drinks, and we'll be right back. 